So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Thursday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm still Rico Shields, and... Right here with me somewhere, I have Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Jean mm. Jean mm. <laughs> walked too far. Jean walked too far. Sunshine Jean too bright. Jean walked too far. Sunshine too bright. That's right. Um, I guess for the regulars on our show, they know that um, you know I've been battling the health thing and working on getting my health back, and I'm all excited because I can exercise now and go for walks and. I was doing a favor for a friend today, and part of that favor entailed walking a great distance to go to her bank to help her out and make a payment for her while she's in Florida. And uh, it happens to be two hours away, and it happened to be a really bright and beautiful day, and I'm really glad that I'm able to have the health to be able to do the walk, but wow, does my head ever hurt now? (laughs) I was kind of hoping we could do the whole show with everybody whispering. Can everybody everybody whispering? Everybody whispering. We'll put an ice pack on your head. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm just going to send you Reiki instead, and then you'll be all better. Yeah, I'll totally take Reiki. Um, I'm not going to be a big presence in the chat room tonight, though, guys. Just to let you know, the computer screen is far too bright, so I don't want to look at that. I'm just going to hang out here and talk to you. Yay. That's fun. Well, I'm in there, and we've got a good crowd in there. Just a shout-out to bet. everybody, to all of our guests. I'm not going to insult you by calling you by your number that Blog Talk gave you, because that's terrible. <laughs> and uh, Beverly and uh, Captain Hawkeye, Captain Spiritual Hawkeye, is with us also. So we've got a nice uh, group in there. And I know that Janet was talking about the show on her wall this morning or earlier today, so I suspect she may slide in at some point. Oh, I would bet that Janet will be here. She's a huge fan. Yes, huge fan. Uh, not of us. No, <laughs> point that of out. our guests. Of, of our guests, absolutely, yes. But but speaking of Janet, we should do our, our customary shout-out to our friends and our fam and what you know we would normally and, guess. And everybody's at... Uh, supposed to be expected to call them sponsors or something, but we're just going to call them friends and fam. Well, well, we'll start calling them that when they actually send us money. Oh, um, just kidding, just kidding. <sighs> Just wow. Energetic sponsors wow. are energetic sponsors are more important than financial sponsors because they bring multiple new friends in. And <laughs> and and speaking about bringing multiple new friends in, we can't do our little banter without just giving huge love to our friends and family and fans on Facebook. We've had a incredible launch for 
our Changemakers page. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hasn't we even have. been up a week yet, and yes. um, we've got it, it's it's we'll soon have 200 fans, and uh, according to their however that it is that they compute these pretend reach numbers, we're apparently reaching about 2,000 people right now. Which is awesome. With that uh, page. So you guys, with all your sharing and all your uh, love, have just, wow, an explosion. So anyway, that is our page at, at Facebook for the, uh, for the movie. But for our friends, Inner Child, you can just Google Inner Child. Uh, they have Inner Child Press, which is www.innerchildpress.com. And, of course, there's the magazine, www.innerchildmagazine.com. And uh, and the inner child community. Yes, at innerchild.ning.com. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So, shall we so, talk to some... And now that we've completed our guest patients test... Mm-hmm. Greetings, ladies. Hey. <laughs> we have, for those of you that don't know, and how could you not know, uh, we have with us tonight... Uh, the dynamic duo, Gianna and Genevieve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, superheroes here to save the planet. <laughs> Must go, my planet needs me. <clears throat> awesome, so I guess I don't have to ask you who the hell you are and what you do, um, but I'll uh, I'll change tactics and say, so, what's new, ladies? Oh, I had a feeling this would come up. <laughs> well, we've just been locking in our channels, definitely. Yeah, and so information can come in easier. We've been pretty busy doing stuff. <laughs> like, so are we defining stuff tonight, or are we just hanging stuff out there into the air and letting people stuff. pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely... Um, attachment, like we talked about in our last video, has been huge. I don't know for Gianna, but for me, yeah. and I, I think I'm finally getting the hang of that, <laughs> letting yeah. go of attachment. So I, I feel better all around. <laughs> yeah, we were actually gonna make a video today, but um, we had to babysit, so probably tomorrow. It's brighter. <laughs> Our light workers these days, you know. Yeah, I was going to make a video today, but we had to babysit. <laughs> we had to babysit. <laughs> the, the trials oh, yeah. and tribulations of this human existence. We're getting younger and younger every year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I posted a video earlier today on Looking Younger's Wall of a kid that built a fusion reactor in his garage when he was 14. Ooh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, and now he's built a detector for Homeland Security that costs like one-tenth of what they're spending on junk. Right. And um, oh so he went and talked with President Obama about it, made a presentation and everything. And, and now he's old. He's 17. He's feeling, he's, yes, he's feeling old. He's What an oldie, man. Oh. Yeah, he's not resting on his laurels, though. He won some other award this year. He's just having fun. But he gave a TED Talk to say kids can change the world. He said, I ch- I'm changing the world, and you can too. So I like that. Yeah, it truly is very awesome. Preaching truth. So tell me a story, ladies. Come on, I walked all day in the sun. Make my headache go away. 
Well, one thing that's new is the Oneistic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about that, I guess. Yeah, well, I um, guess it's new since I'll put last. some links in the new since last time. What? Well, we've just been, um, our astral aunt, Angel, um, is, she set up a business, um, and called it Oneistic. And we are taking part in that by offering readings. And we do a lot of stuff, like dream interpretation, aura reading, um, um, astrology birth chart, and um, stuff like spiritual counseling. Yeah, and just a lot of, we go off intuition a lot. Like, what my guides make me do usually is, like, the first when I first start doing a reading is they show me their energy, and they tell me, and they show me which chords, like, people that are draining from their energy and that's usually how it, like, what my guides show me first. And, and with me, I usually tap into the person's energy. And I get, and I also do tarot. A lot of people have been wanting tarot from me recently. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I empathically help them with emotions that they're feeling, fears, and things like that, and help them get to the root of the problem and why they're feeling those. And I feel like we make a lot of, we make some pretty decent difference through one of things because we get better and better with each reading and every like we just get a, a big sense of love and like oh I'm just so glad I helped this person I really feel like I helped this person and yeah so that's one of things <laughs> yeah well that's very cool I've put up links in the chat room and of course they'll be on the archive later tonight um, but you know there's people out there that might want to reach out to somebody and they wonder maybe about some of these and I'm sure that some of these that there are many genuine folks on the other lines out there that exist, but yeah. we know we all know that there's people that go to the library and get a book called Cold Reading, and uh, you can convince people you're doing stuff just by following that. Uh, I find that the people that are really doing it often know less than the people that are doing cold reading because it's more targeted. But in, anyway, if you've ever wondered, well, is there a place where the real thing exists? You mean there's something to study to do that? I I thought you just but, but, yeah they got a book on how to pretend to be a good reader. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Our world's so cool. Isn't it cool? <laughs> Humans are awesome. But um, um, we wrote a book on how to rip people off. Well, yeah. they, they did it to show that you could awesome. seem pretty legit and and be full of it and. Yeah, well, I mean, we should know that already. We have politicians and um, lawyers and all sorts of professionals out there. We should already know that you can, you know, seem legit and be faking it. Yeah, definitely. You don't have to have a job title to do that either. You don't have to have a degree to do this stuff either. Everybody can do it. And also with our monistic readings, we um, mentioned in our bio... That we give people the tools to help themselves, so we can we also help people like realize their gifts and like own those. And it, like really, after our our readings and stuff that we do, it's like you can either make the difference in your own life from then on, or you can continue going down, you know. But yeah, because we've had we we noticed that we get you know probably 25% of the people who come to us don't take the tools we give them; they just want it done for them. And we're like, you know, if you really want, if you really want your life to change, you're gonna have to change it yourself, you know. And then, um, but the good majority of them do 
like, like we have, yeah, 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 like even, even kids around here, they're like, oh, you know, I, I think I, I think I'm an empath, blah, blah, I'm like, come on in, we'll house you and we'll teach you, you know, (laughs) and actually, like, our, um, best friend, Brooke, she came to us that way, and, um, she's, she's really, really improved on her gift, like, She's uh, totally opened up. It's, I know. It's we're like, wow. Like, if you think about it, like, from, like, a month and a half ago, <clears throat> it's just like, oh, my gosh. And then there was another person who came to us who chose not to um, kind of pursue pursue their gift, and then they're just in the same spot, which is fine. It's their path, but... And it's their choice. But, it's just, like, you can really see the difference of, you know, it's the people that choose to help themselves. And yeah. Choose not to. In the end, it's all to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, the... The days of of coming to some, and no offense to the priests out there, but the days of coming to some priest and getting a spell and having everything be all okay is kind of over, if it ever existed. And and it's a good indicator for, um, and I mean, everything's all okay anyways, but it's it's a good indicator for how to tell the difference between the ones who are doing it because they'd like to make money, and the ones who are doing it because they really, this is their calling. And and for people that it's their calling, they're really more interested in getting you to figure out how to do it yourself than they are in getting you to keep coming back. <laughs> right. The best teachers in the world really, really want you to graduate ahead of the class. You know, like, get out of my classroom. I don't want you coming back anymore. <laughs> kind of thing. Make room yes. for new students. Darn it. we got work to do around here. Get out. Yeah, that's important for people to keep in mind. If the person is telling you that um, that you can't do it yourself and that, you know, it takes years and years and years of training for you to be able to to figure out these answers on your own, it's a good indicator that it might be good for you to walk the other way or run. Especially if the training costs several thousand dollars. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> yes, exactly. Too funny. So you do dream interpretations and um, tarot readings, and I'm kind of lost track. And it has nothing to do with the splitting headaches. It's because dividing my brain in half right now. Um, And talk. Also, we'll talk something about. We'll talk to adults about their crystal children. Oh. <laughs> sort of give them a little insight from maybe their kids' point of view. Yeah, like, yeah, and like a big part of um, that, like through when it's takes, like yeah, like we're the crystal generation, so it's like we don't really mesh well with the indigo energies. But it's like a lot of adults that I've had readings with that are in the indigo generation have just have needed insight on their kids, and it's like on like their eating habits and like you know it's like yeah I'm not going to be able to tell you I could do this for you but it's like indigos like the older generations have so much more patterns and so much more stuff that need to be rooted out and programming and um just like stuff with like houses mortgages blah blah all that kind of stuff it's like no offense we don't want to we don't want to talk about that (laughs) and (laughs) our crystal stuff yeah and um (laughs) <laughs> and, like, when I, I had um, a session with this lady, and she was, we weren't talking about her. We were talking about her kids. And about, like, 
and it wasn't just from um, a crystal perspective, but it was a lot of intuition because it was, I was really able to click with their um, kids' energy and, you know, give her the tools to help her children, you know. Well, that only really makes sense to me. You look at the Indigo Age channels and stuff out there, and they're channeling about how to unprocess your processing and how to unload your baggage and and uh, with the crystal generation not so much is needed because didn't sit in it as long and it wasn't quite as messy when yeah, you got yeah. here well, it's yeah. a mess when some of us got here <clears throat> as they say in ET 101 you know what passes for sanity on this planet sending chills up and down the spines collective spines of the rest of the universe we love that book <laughs> Isn't that a great book? Yes. <laughs> Ever, it should be required reading. Like, no. You get to school. Here's your operating manual. I think um, the fascinating thing about that book is that it gets into the hands of the people that should read it. Exactly. I know. And that's what's so cool about that book because, you, you know, you talk to the average person, they're like, ET 101, what? Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, I have yet to meet a, a hardcore light worker who uh, hasn't heard of ET-101 and doesn't have a copy somehow, some way, either yeah. on their computer or beside their bed, or both, like I do. And I know that like that book has a lot of um, act- DNA activa- activations like programmed into it. And it's like, when I remember reading it, it's like I could feel like it like activating parts of me that were just so dormant, you know what I mean? It's like, and I could just hear the ringing in my ears. It's like, download. <laughs> <Yeah>. Download. <laughs> I tried to, um, I tried to f- think what it would be like to read it, say, three years ago, um, before I'd taken this crazy journey into, I don't know what you want to call it, self. I don't know. <laughs> but I, and I was, I was reading through it, and every once in a while I'd go, wow, three years ago, I would not have had a clue what this means. I mean, it would have read like a sci-fi novel. Yeah. Or a comedy book. (laughs) And I would have thought the author was absolutely insane, right? And now I understand the metaphors completely. I'm like, oh, yeah, I I understand that. It makes perfect sense. It's perfectly logical. Yeah, I actually have a quote from that book on my Facebook somewhere, like in my favorite quotations. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's so witty. I love it. I know. It's, like, I have this one on my Facebook, like, somewhere in my, like, favorite quotes or whatever. It's, um, like, it's blah, blah, something about, like, the inhabitants or whatever, even though this planet is dangerously close to being inhabited by nothing but asphalt. Like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it's It'll be inhabitable by nothing but asphalt. It's a great line. Mm-hmm. Humans, humans have uh, successfully uh, managed to get themselves to the brink of their own extinction. <laughs> yeah. No. That takes talent. <laughs> that takes some hard work. Trying to. Yeah, that takes some effort. You have to try. Ah, it's a lot of work. A lot of work involved in that, you know, making yourself extinct. There's a lot of effort, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, it does make the rounds. I mean, here I am searching, digging for the link, and Captain Hawkeye's 
split off the whole you know list of authors. Of course, it may be for the longest time it sat right next to me on the desk, but then how many times did I hit you with the same quote from the book, Gene? The same times. quote, the one that you just quoted a second ago? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. So I moved the book so that maybe I'd lighten up on quoting that quote, but not so much so far. <laughs> Still here. Oh. <clears throat> That's awesome. <laughs> Definitely, if anybody who's listening hasn't read it, read it. It's only like 80-something pages long. It's 90-something. Yeah, it's not very long, and it's, you once it's over, you're like, ah. Oh. It's so short. It's so short. It's so much fun. It's so worth it. And guaranteed, you're going to read it again. (laughs) And it is. It's short. It's light reading. There's none of this, you know, okay, lay back now. We're going to activate this portion of your DNA. It's It's, literally light reading. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off with vocabulary, you know, things like truth. Yeah, their definition of truth, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that thing cover to cover, like, a few times. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So we've worked Diana Loopy in there. That's excellent. We yeah. ought to try to get her on the show. Yeah, we ought to. That'd be very cool. We ought to do that. If anybody out there knows her, tell her to drop us a line, hey? Right? Mm-hmm. Send us email. We answer. Mm. So you guys have a new Facebook page, too. Yeah. I, I should link everybody in for that. Yeah, we actually created that. Um, we were mainly going to create one for our one of six services to advertise those and things like that. But then I was just kind of like, you know, we can just make a Chris, a page for our YouTube um, account, like whatever, and then just a mixed bag of tricks. Yeah, just mix it up. We'll have a few things on there. So, like, we every once in a while, not a daily thing, but every few days, we do a dream interpretation on the page. So, to kind of advertise our dream interpretation skills. <laughs> and we just we don't really do interpret a dream on the page, but we do a symbol of what it means in your dream. So if you guys want to check those out. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Like, um, and I know, like, I like, when me and Jenna, when me and Jenna are, me and Jenna Viva are deciding, like, oh, which one should we do today? It's like, well, what did you dream about last night? You know, and I was like, well, I dreamt, blah, blah, you know, my hair fell out, and I was like, and I was like freaking out, and I was just like running my fingers through my hair, and I just would have chunks and chunks of hair, and I was just like freaking out, and I was just like, oh my god, you know, my beautiful hair, (laughs) and then by the end of it, my, my hair, like, I pulled up, like, all the hair out that would come out, and then when it was done falling out, it was a brand new, like, Haircut, yeah, cute little haircut, and was like, wow, I like it, <laughs> you know. And what your hair represents is like your confidence, your strength, and you know, kind of your security. So the fact that it was coming out, you kind of have to shed that old layer to get to the new cool haircut, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, and we have um a couple on there so far. We didn't just we started that page not too long ago, but just basically stuff like that. Yeah, and we have stuff you dream about telekinesis, and there's a feather, and there's a bathroom. I don't know, random stuff that we dream about. <laughs> and we we do know that dreams are a huge part of this process, and they and they do tell you a lot, especially about what's going on in your subconscious, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Because your subconscious is trying to speak to you when you sleep, it's just a matter of are, are you listening? Are you understand, understand it? it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with the 
and I know that we go through a lot of stuff just like in the uh, in the first group of people just so we can figure it out and tell people about it in our videos and stuff like that and it's like the same with my dreams and our dreams you know it's like tells us not just you know it doesn't actually make any sense in your dream unless you <laughs> you know what I mean unless unless you um understand the language of dream interpretation I guess and and that does tell you a whole lot it's it's pretty cool yeah, I imagine it can be entertaining hearing about people's nighttime trips. It is, because then you figure out things that's going on. But it, sometimes it's a little invading for some people who are very private. So they're like, hey, can you interpret this dream for me? Um, I'm like, okay, well, book with me on one of six. And they're like, okay. Then they book with me, and then um, I interpret their dream, and I really, it's like, you can almost like spiritually counsel through their subconscious when you when we interpret dreams because it's like we weave in our services. So it's like if you're booking for one thing, you're gonna get a good majority of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah. and I, I don't know. I've had like this has happened to me more than a couple times. Or just some friends have told me about their dreams and they just be like, they would just be embarrassed to tell me because like oh in my dream I was having sex with like three girls at a time or you know what I mean stuff like that and it's like that's not what it means. <laughs> not what it's about. <laughs> you can't help what your subconscious is trying to tell you and you know or how it's trying to tell you. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> I don't know. Just it's funny how people just get embarrassed about that stuff. I guess. And it's like once you once you like I don't know clear through your subconscious thought through dream interpretation, you can, it's like your, your subconscious is going to keep telling you through different dreams until you figure it out. And it's like, so getting your dreams interpreted really helps you move on subconsciously. And then you can move on to the next thing and then the next thing until you're clear. And then that's, you know, a lot of, makes it a lot easier for out-of-body experiences and astral traveling, you know. And just remembering your dreams in general. Like, I know a lot of people are just like, well, I don't remember my dreams. Oh, we never used to remember our dreams. And my mom's just like, you know what, Gianna? Dream journal, and I did, and me and Jenna both did that for a couple of years. Like we started dream journaling in elementary school until, and now it's like we just remember our dreams like every single night. We remember not just one, we remember like five. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, we everybody dreams at like several dreams every single night. So whether you know it or not, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, it's 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 a pretty fascinating. I I I find it very fascinating, and I just I really enjoy it. So how does the dream journal work for those people who can't who can't remember their dreams, like me? Um, well, although I get a weird sense of okay, well that was uh, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, well, uh, I went to war again. Um, but do you wake up in the middle of the night and you try and jot things down, or do you wait till the morning? Oh, um, usually oh. after like a dream. It's it doesn't happen every single time, but it's like usually after a dream ends, you wake up. And then a lot of people are just like, whoa, okay, going back to sleep. But it's mm-hmm. like, hey, jot that down. Or And if you're, and if you're like, really tired, just write, make, a, make yourself a couple notes. Like, keep a notebook and a pen or something on, on, your, on your nightstand, and, you know, and then just jot the things down and then go over it in the morning. And it's like, if you wake up in the morning and you don't remember your dream, just sit there. Don't get out of bed. Just sit there. And, and you try to, you look at your notes and you try to remember how your dream made you feel. 
It's like, or just you wake up with the feeling, and then it's like, and then you just hold on to that feeling, and it triggers. Yeah, and you dive back into it, and it like triggers in your mind. And also, I found things randomly that I don't know. Trigger I guess it kind of depends on your luck of situations during your life or during your day. Um, like not too long ago, I was like, oh, I didn't remember any of my dreams last night, and then I'm riding in the car with my older sister, and I'm like, oh, I remember I was driving in my dream. <laughs> Cause just like the windows down, like that feeling, like ah, and it just like it was like your sense memory triggered it. Yeah. So definitely. Helped. So is it important then this whole remembering dreams thing? Well, if if you've got a lot of um, stuff that you need to work out, and you're and a lot of people have like it's sometimes it's like childhood stuff, sometimes it's like you know just stuff going on in your life that you don't really know about or you don't really uh, what it's basically your your way to kind of basically if you didn't dream you would die because you wouldn't have that release of you know your subconscious release of the things that occurred from like your day or stressful situations in your life and it's like if you didn't have that you would die like literally no more alive (laughs) like and it's like remembering those helps you in your waking life to overcome those obstacles that are bothering your because you're more conscious, because it comes to your conscious awareness, you know. So then you can apply make it, a, make an effort in your waking life to overcome those obstacles and apply it. Like what, you know, yeah. it's like it's literally when you get when you figure out like dream interpretation, it literally tells you. <laughs> well, and, and so often it seems working some of these issues out in dream time is uh, just so much more pleasant than. Oh, yeah. Manifest oh, yeah. <laughs> and working it out physically. Yes, and there's a there's like also like some dream. A lot of most people's dreams are just working stuff out to their subconscious, but there are also other kind of dreams, like where people have premonitions in their dreams, or whether or just an actual they remember an astral experience or yeah. work on the astral or like um, a visit from a loved one. Yeah, and also with, like, this whole dream interpretation, um, I don't know, it helps, it kind of, you know, back to the, it helps you overcome things, and that helps you distinguish the difference between the types of dreams you're having. So, like, whether it's a subconscious release or, you know, a premonition or, you know, like, and a lot of stuff, like, it's, you wake up, like, let's say you had, like, an apocalypse dream, dream, and you wake up and you're, like, terrified, and it's like, oh, my God, the world ends in my dream, oh, my God, that was the feeling ever, blah, blah, you know, like, that kind of stuff, like, it's like, you're subconscious trying really hard to get your attention. Yeah, and what, like, basically what an apocalypse dream is, it's just meaning a, a huge transformation, a change in your life. And, yeah, and, um, like, it's, you wake up with that feeling because it seems so real in your dream. But doesn't it? Isn't that the way it is when you're awake? You know, so like. Uh, valid point. See, because <laughs> you're awake and you're pretty convinced that you're awake. Yeah. <laughs> and everything seems pretty real when you're awake. But we know differently, don't we? Yeah. So it's so I actually taught myself a few times when I would say your waking life. It's like. You know, that's actually not really a very valid term because this isn't our waking life. <laughs> it's a, it's another dream state. <laughs> but we fall into an even deeper, I don't know, dream state when we work out our subconscious things. But also we can, you know, wake up and leave our bodies and be like, woohoo, go, 
All right, as as the Native Americans have been saying for eons, <laughs> um, basically when you transition, you're waking from the dream. Yeah. They've been calling it a dream for for a very long time. So I'm thinking we've got a whole bunch of guests in the uh in the chat room and uh it's right around the time for a musical break. We could have a quick musical break and then invite some of our guests to call in and see if they want to talk to the girls. Maybe? Yeah, see if they've got some uh, <laughs> questions. I'll put the number up there in the chat room and uh feel free to call in if you're not registered. If you're registered and you want to just pop your question in the chat room, we can pass it on that way too. Um, what should we play? Lady Gaga. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, Lord knows how much she charged us to play her song once. Yeah. That's a money thing. Um, Ina B or something like Jordan or Dana? Um, either or Dana. We haven't heard from Dana in a while. Let's play Dana. Dana in a while. So this song is called Come Go With Me, and we'll be back in about three minutes. Stay with us, folks.
right, everybody. That was our good friend Dana Harmon. Uh, you can find Dana at www.danaharmon.com. Uh, really good tunes. He's got tons of music up on his site that you can listen to for free. If you want a CD or something to take away, you can buy them too, but you can always just go to his site and hear it all just about. It's very cool. He's got some talent. Uh There was a moment of silence there. I thought, "Uh uh-oh, I've lost everyone. It's too quiet in here. (laughs) I'm here. We're here. We're here. Yay. All right, so nobody wants to talk to the girls. Nobody's called in. No, Nobody has. We have to be brave. We have to. I, I, here's here's one for you. You know, this may be, you know, hitting you off the, when you're off the playground, really. It's not exactly a dream interpretation. It's a, the last two days, I felt pretty awful. And I actually have seen on my Facebook wall a couple of uh channels that I know that put down on their status that they had just come out of 24 hours or 36 hours of feeling really rotten. Um, Ideas, thoughts? Well, what were you feeling awful about, if you don't mind sharing? Well, uh, gosh, it just seemed like everything was... I was just about to say everything. He was jumping down my throat for everything. Yeah, she we we meet every morning for coffee generally on Skype, and she'd be like, "So da 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 da," and I'd be like, Rawr. "And, and I'd, I'd be like, okay, I'll talk to you later I'm then.' Gonna go, I'm gonna go for a walk. I have to go tan. I have to go something, but anything but this. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and it's- so everything was bothering me. I I you know I don't know. It's, it's- kind of like um. You know, we we went through that too. Yeah, and it was like, why does life have to suck so much? Why us? <laughs> you know, and like the list goes on. Why we could just you know, the world, but you know, it's it ultimately like, comes down to letting go and and like the and a change of perspective, like only the old ways of thinking and looking at things. So I think it's just it's all releasing that, like. Like releasing the, you know, instead of like focusing on the lack, like we're not doing that anymore. So I think that was kind of like our our last little hurrah for that. Yeah. Because if it was you guys too, then it must have been something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we've had some focus on lack. Um, We both, that's something we both struggled with several times, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to hide that. Oh, yeah, um, no, the the abundance thing and the yeah, uh, yeah. we you know a... hung around the planet long enough to get programmed pretty good about you know what ain't no free lunch you gotta work for it. Uh, it all just kind of comes down to um, sort of being like you know well if this is happening to someone else this is what I would tell them to say this is what I would tell them to do and then kind of applying that to your own life and being like why am I not listening to myself why am I being so stubborn and lazy. Well, this is what I was doing to myself anyways. But I'm just like, come on, you know, no big deal. The Life goes on. Everything is as it should be in this moment. Just and in the end, end of that. Yeah, in the end, it's going to work out how it's meant to, you know. So why fight? 
And when I get those, it's kind of like I, I just kind of like hang over, hang on, hang over. That's the, <laughs> that's the sunstroke up there in Canada. Yeah. So hang on, it'll be over soon. And uh, you know, today the skies cleared, the sun came out. I I feel great. I feel like me again, more or less. Uh, but right, and then right before you, it was me, right? For like two days, right before you yeah. went off the rail, it was me who was off the rail, and I was just. I was a nightmare. <laughs> mm, uh, so, I don't know. It, a lot of clearing going on. I guess my point is that, you know, you're walking down your path and you just, you wake up one day and you, you just, yeah, and you don't really know why and you don't, that is, that's not necessarily a sign that you like took a U-turn or on the wrong path. Right? Right. Definitely. It's, it's, it's actually a good thing may not feel that way in the present moment, but in the long run, it's really helped out. As long as you don't dwell there forever, as long as you move on. Yeah. Right. This came to pass, didn't come to stay. Yeah. All right. We do have a caller with a question. So let's see. Caller from area code 860. Uh, tell us your name and what's your question. Hello, wonderful friends. Um, my name is Jamie Riley. Um, I've been friends with uh, John and Genevieve for a while now on Facebook and um, it's crazy you guys post like the most awesomest things and it's fun to like finally hear your voices you know to put like voices to the faces now um, <laughs> um, I guess I guess my question would be I've been uh, dealing with something really really crazy for the past few months it has to do with dreams um, the first time it happened I was, like, in this world, like, um, the best way I can describe it was, like, uh, I've tried DMT once and, like, how things looked, but in my dream, it was like I was in, like, DMT world and just how everything looked was so, like, not like anything I've ever seen before or anything that's even in our world. Everything was so, like, colorful and, like, brilliant and really trippy and all these amazing things. And uh, there was, like, this thing that was with me that um like I thought it was my friend at first and being there I like I tried to wake myself up and just it was so real that I was like oh wow this is it I've I've crossed over to another dimension I've made it you know and um one of my friends was there and we were he was showing me all of like these creations and all like these crystal skulls and everything and um then I found out that it wasn't my friend it just this whatever had taken the form of my friend and uh, so me being like, oh, wow, this is it, I started to get a little worried. But the, the thing was like, no, don't be worried. I'm going to teach you how to create all of these beautiful things, you know, so you can do this too. It's wonderful. And then um, all of a sudden things started to get really, really weird. I saw, and I remember it so vividly, there was these two cats, but their backs were all scratched and bloody and, like, mutilated. And I was started to get really, really freaked out. And uh, I couldn't wake myself up. I couldn't get out of it. And then, um, so I started to, like, ohm. And, like, being able to ohm, I was able to get myself out of it. But I could feel myself transitioning, like, back here. And then, like, I went into, like, a sleep paralysis, and I had to get myself out of it. Um, that was the first time it happened. And then the next time, there's been th uh, three other times that this has happened where I thought I was around people that I knew 
and then I figured out that it wasn't the people that I knew, that it was this thing. And every time I figure out it's this thing, it starts to do, like, weird things to me. And it's hard for me to, like, get myself out of it. Um, have you, anyone ever experienced that before or even know anything about that? Um, several people have actually came to me with this problem on Facebook. And the thing I keep telling them to, just reminding them, is that in, when you're in your dream state, you're in control. And when these, I don't know if it was actually a dream or um, a little astral it travel. Like, it sounds like both. Yeah, it sounds like a little bit of both. But um, when you're when you're lucid, you just gotta kind of, you know, you're in control. So these things are just trying to make you think that you're not. And they're just trying to be like, uh-huh. you know, kind of like in our waking life, quote unquote. It's like, you know, we're in control. We just don't know it. So you just gotta you just gotta remind yourself that, and then you can change your you can change your perception of it all. You can even change it to like, oh, I'm I'm experiencing attack, and then now I'm by the beach, now I'm by myself, I'm I'm chill, you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of um, went into like a little subconscious relief with that with the cat thing, and cats represent like independence and like. Um, <laughs> what am I saying with this, <laughs> Independence and that kind of stuff. And the, and fact that the thing with cats is um, they're, like, the only known animal that can adapt to any situation. And the fact that they were, like, in the condition that you described kind of gives us the idea that people are not independent, really being attached or trying to be independent. And, and, and like, this change is overwhelming you and um, that you don't really feel like you're in control of all those changes. And um, I know, like, that I've heard that I haven't actually done DMT, but um, I've heard people, like, talk about it, saying that once that they've done DMT, that it's like they get, like, you know what I'm saying, Donna? Like, no. That, um, I don't know, it's like when you, once you open those doors, there's no closing them. You know what I mean? Like, once you go there, uh-huh. there is nothing back. Once you know things that you know, there's no un- unlearning them. And very much a red pill kind of thing. Yeah, Don't take the red pill. <laughs> Can't go back. That that mind, what your mind tries to do is tries to put everything in a folder, and that totally was like, whoa, no folder for this. Ah, oh, freak out. Took away the control um, for your for the logic part of your brain, and so your brain kind of freaked out and was like, ah. Dead cat, <laughs> which 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 was like which was an actual thing for you, but it's like that sounds like freaking Wizard of Oz. We're not in freaking Kansas anymore. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And like it it now when it happens, like it doesn't freak me out or anything. I'm just like, oh, because like it just it seems so real, and then. Um, like the other night when it happened, actually, um, Angel, it, I, I thought it was Angel who was there, Namaste Angel. I thought, yeah. like, she was there, and then it ended up not being her. It was this thing took the form of her, and then this other girl, I don't even know who the girl was. And as soon as I figured out that it wasn't them, like, they started to, like, levitate me all over the room. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Time to wake up. So I, like, woke up. So now I've just been telling myself that... You know, like, I just try to send whatever it is love. Like, any time that it, like, comes into my mind, I'm like, just got to send them love, you know. Next time it happens, you'll be able to, like, confront them to figure out why they're doing this and 
to make them leave you alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what we're doing on the Astral, actually, lately, is, um, I actually posted about it in my, in a dream that I had was, it was actually the dream I had where my hair was falling out, and, and I, um, before things got better, before my hair was all better, um, in my dream, which represented my confidence and et cetera, and it was like, it was like, it, my reality turned, looked, looked so fake, and it was like a movie set, and then it was like, the, it was like the top disappeared, and, and then there was like, my guides, um, Angel and her guides, and, because I work a lot, we work a lot with Angel on the astral, and, um, they were like, oh, it's all part of the ascension process, blah, blah, and it's like, and stuff like that, and, and what we're doing, on been doing on the astral is being able to come out of any illusion when we choose and when we say, and you could try setting that intention before you go to sleep, or, um, there's also this thing I've heard that, um, people, when they have are confronted with things in their dream state, they manipulate it because you are in control, and then they make the thing that's trying to harm them or scare them, give them a gift. And it's like, and then they no more problems from that situation ever again. It's like, and it's like, that's an awesome idea. It's like, you know, making, you know, little kid dreams about the boogeyman, and then they go lucid and like, hey, boogeyman, I'm not afraid of you. Give me a gift, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. I forget which, um, I think it's an actual practice of a religion that does that, but I'm not quite sure which. <laughs> but yeah, that's our advice to you. Well, yeah, thank you. Uh-oh. Yeah, thank you so much for the useful information. I really, really appreciate it. No problem. Glad we could help. Yeah. <laughs> keep on keeping up. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you for right, Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's good hearing from you guys and everything. Uh, keep up all the awesome work. It's much appreciated. Thank you for all your hard work. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I know, too, that uh, when we had Mitch Schultz on, the director, writer-director of DMT, The Spirit Molecule, that... Uh, you had when? It hasn't been too long ago. A couple um, weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. It was an awesome show. But awesome show. You can show. find it in our archives. I'll put the link in the uh, chat room and send it to you guys over Skype. Um, and uh, there was also an awesome YouTube video. Awesome YouTube video. Made because shortly thereafter. Um well, I don't. He didn't announce it on our show, and and they debuted it at South by Southwest. But I like to think we were in there ahead of South by Southwest. We got there first. <laughs> um, about this DMT remix project, he's calling it, um, and not to, you know, totally divert off of you guys, but he took over a hundred hours, or right around a hundred hours of footage of like 50 different people that we interviewed, including people that were subjects in these DMT experiments this doctor did, uh, and um, experts and Graham Hancock, a lot of different uh, folks. And he only used like 1% of that footage making the movie. And he's releasing all 100 hours of the footage under Creative Commons. And so you can take it, use it to talk about, use it to just you know, listen to or be a conversation piece. You can also take the footage and recut it together. You and know, make as long your own film. Yeah, as long as you're not selling it, 
it's under Creative Commons, you know, uh, no resale, non-commercial they call it. But you can recut it and re-edit and make your own DMT spirit molecule. He says he thinks as a director that there's probably five to seven complete documentaries more than what he's already done in the footage, and uh, but that he's excited and thinks it'll be cool how many other people see. Because I think that'll be amazing. So I've put up a link. We'll put, I'll put up a link in a, in the uh, archive too. Uh, back to the Mitch Schultz show, uh, and we'll have him again sometime. We'll have him yeah, again. So sometime. yeah, but he, what he was saying is that um, once you go there, you just can't. Go you know, he was saying that and that, that it was, brings uh, fears to be faced and yeah. or gotten past. Sometimes, well, often. Okay. Quick question, Rick. And have you two ever tried DMT? Nope. No, no, have not. No. Uh, Life is more than trippy enough for me without it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things glow and you can see in the dark. and. Yep. I'm doing that, just fine without the DMT thing. When you were a teenager <laughs> that your friends used to always make you walk in front because you could see it in the dark? Yeah, yeah, there was uh there was a time when I used to hang out with people um and spend a lot of time in the bush and I'd be one of the ones who was always walk in front because I can see in the dark. Um so yeah, and trees glow, which is fun. Plants and people have I don't see auras as as, as colors. It's more like um you know, a hot summer day if you look at at cement or pavement. Uh, yeah. Asphalt, you know the waves of energy that come out. Yeah, yeah that's around all people and all animals and all that's plants. That's starting to too. Like when I was younger. So it's, yeah, I'd I'd like to try it someday though. Um, yeah. I'm certainly not knocking it. I would I would very much like to like to have that experience just. For the heck of having that experience. Yeah. Seriously, if the universe is like uh, bringing that opportunity to me, I will not uh, turn it down. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to make sure that I have it in the right kind of atmosphere, right? Like, I want to make sure that I have it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, our um, our mom's publisher is in Peru right now. Left on Friday. Um, took a plane ride and then few-hour boat ride up the Amazon, a few-hour hike, and he's in a village with no electricity or power or anything, and he's going to be there for two weeks, and he's actually going to do ayahuasca, um, and he's going to do that for a period of time, so we'll let you know. You know yeah. 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 It's been a life changer for everybody that we've talked to about it, yeah. um, an absolute game changer, and I, I will just toss in briefly, because Mitch was... Um, Big on making the point as well. Um, it's it's not really a recreational thing, folks. It's uh, something to be approached with respect. Uh, there's shaman there's shaman down in Peru that's been you know their lifetime learning how to be and guide people and help people and uh, because it can be trying the experience. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, there's some some bit of preparation that goes along with it. Um, to, Often a purging diet and things. Uh, to uh, prepare yourself physically, emotionally, mentally for the experience. Um, it's certainly not something I recommend recreationally. 
Um, and it's certainly not something that I'd recommend anybody for just, um, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm kind of flippant when I say I'd like to do the experience for the experience of it, but I don't mean I, I wouldn't do it without any thought and preparation. Right, right. And, and um, ayahuasca itself is a vine that doesn't have DMT in it. It makes the DMT stay in your system longer. They mix a cactus that has the DMT in with the ayahuasca vine. The way the ayahuasca vine does that is it's an MAO inhibitor. And the people that need to know what that means know uh, it's a kind of antidepressant. So anybody that's on any of these antidepressant-type serotonin-changing pills that are so common in America, you'll have a not-so-nice reaction probably to ayahuasca if you're on both. They will interact badly. So... Approach it with respect. That's all. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell anybody to do anything or not do anything. Just uh, educate yourself and go in with both eyes open. Right on. Right on. So now beyond the world of ayahuasca and spirits and things. and <laughs> But that does sound familiar. The, no, no, I'm going to teach you these things. It's okay. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very common uh, of the experiences I've seen in their film. It's a very cool film. So I have a question, girls, about. Um, I, I wonder if this would um, come up for you guys, but it was something I battled when I was younger. I don't battle it so much now. Um, what some people refer to as night terrors. Oh, definitely um, at a younger age. Um, I know, I don't remember it, but, as like, I do, but not very well. But I know my mom talked, like, told me about it, like, when I was little. It's like, we would always have um, experiences where, you know, we'd wake up in the middle of the night, like, and, like, maybe wake up in the middle of the night with some random, like, spooks. We call them spooks, ghosts. Like, you know, at the foot of our bed. And it's like, and they're just, because it's like, they're... They're discarnate. They aren't crossed over, but they're no longer in the body. But it's like they 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 don't have that sense, all that sense of knowing back to them yet because they haven't fully they haven't crossed over. But it's like they have that like 3D attitude, but with all the abilities of and a multi-dimensional of a multi-dimensional being. And it's like and then they can see the light in a child or um, a high vibrational being. Um, and it's like food, like food should be drawn to us because children are and animals are just innocent. And it's like, and when you can see them, which a lot of children can, and it's like, we just get, like, I know Jenna had, um, like, nightmares, this nightmare um, of, like, this, like, child molester. I can tell it if you Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, it was actually a few years ago. Um. After my grandma passed away, she left the door open, so to speak, and I I had this habit of sleeping with my TV, but I put it on sleep, so it would turn off, like, after I went to sleep, because I just would hear things, stuff. you yeah. would always hear things at night, you know, like, spooks and whatnot, and I'm like, oh, we need some noise to fall asleep to, to blame it on. You know, and, oh, it's just the TV. It's just the TV, it's just our cats, you know, nothing big, and then, um... I actually woke up and my TV was off and 
I had had a, just finished having a dream about Gianna and I were sneaking out <laughs> and um, a car full of, you know how in the dream state you feel intentions like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their intentions were really, really creepy and um, we were running from them and my legs weighed like 500 pounds. And then Gianna was up on the ledge that seemed to be safety in my dream. And I couldn't, she was up and she was safe, but I wasn't in the car was coming and coming closer and closer, and then I couldn't get up. And then um, that was actually one of the steps before I started lucid dreaming, is I could I woke myself up from nightmares, because I didn't want to see the outcome, so I would, I would wake myself up. And then I woke up, and there was a chair by my door. And my door was closed, pitch black in my room. And then I see a figure sitting in my chair, and then I'm like, oh, God, that's not my laundry, because I put my laundry away before I sleep, and my laundry wouldn't form a head, and I'm quite large body and then I turned on my TV and I look over there and there's a man sitting in my chair and I'm like oh my sleeping god and I went under the covers and like screamed and then you know came out and he's gone and then he actually was a nuisance to our house for a few, few weeks no mm-hmm. for a few weeks but yeah. we took care of him but with night with night terrors um which happens a lot to a <laughs> lot like, younger kids especially, like, and this did happen with me, um, like, and I was a toddler, and my mom, she would have, I remember her having, her like, a friend over, and then they would just get into this meditative state and just go astral travel, and I didn't know what they were doing back then, but my mom was just like, all right, honey, it's, you know, time for bed, blah, blah, and then, like, you know, I would just, I in the morning, I would start coming down. Yeah, Mom, I had this dream where um, there was this rock and all these things were coming at me because I was bright and then they weren't bright. And just my mom told me the story and I actually do kind of remember this. And now and, and I just remember being bright and they weren't and the things weren't bright. And I don't and I, I don't know, maybe I tried to follow my mom on the astral or something, but it was like these things were coming at me and I, I didn't I didn't know what to do. And. I was really scared, and then out of nowhere, this white wolf comes and saves me. And it turned out, um, it was this actual dimension that I could not tell you any more than that to save my life, but um, that my mom would go to, and our friend Brian would go to, and and it's like on that plane of existence, it was, it was like it was like there was a lot of shape shifting going on into animals, into like elementals, and that kind of stuff, and. It was like I was just some I just pooped I was just my little girl self and I just pooped there and you know and then I would tell my mom about it and you know and you know her friend was like yeah Gianna pooped there last night and yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just like like you know I like it the poof there it's like I didn't know I didn't I just thought it was a dream I was like mommy and then this book saved me and. Blah, blah, and then I woke up. <laughs> like, I just oh, remember wow. a lot of stuff like that, astral experiences. So so we've never really particularly particularly dealt with night terrors except for astral experiences, so we can't really give advice on those, but we definitely know how to defend ourselves in the astral. So, <laughs> so we don't really have that problem. Because but, um, yeah. usually nightmares, I'm not more of the sub- psychological subconscious release 
is just your subconscious trying really, really, really hard to get your attention. Because nightmares, like usually with people who don't remember their dreams, they remember their nightmares. And then they wake up, and then it bothers them all day, and, you know, sometimes even into the next day. But And that's that's just when you need to interpret your dream, you know, figure out how to do it, look it up online, or contact a dream interpreter. Yeah, there's then, always um, more to it than just having a scary dream. Yeah. There's, and I know that some people, like, I know that, like, this is my mom. It happened to my mom. It was, like, she was, um, she just had this reoccurring dream where she was, like, I don't where she was just, she was um, running on like stones like like it wasn't streets or cement like asphalt it was like, stones in the street forgot the particular term for that but um, she was running and she just remembered looking down at her feet and then she had like pointed shoes that were made out of wood and she was a little she was a young girl and she running and running and she looked up at like the street lights which were not you know street lights they were made with fire it was just like fire for street lights and she looked up at those and she stumbled because her foot got caught she was like running. between a stone um and then she was killed by someone with a ring that she re- remembered so well up until this day up until this day and it was like a snake ring with like a red stone in it and yeah it was actually one of her past lives and a lot of reoccurred and reoccurred until she was the age of that she died in her past life. So a lot of people will actually dream about, you know, um, tragic endings to their lives or, you know, they could have, or they could dream about, you know, ending another's life, which they actually did in another life. And they just dream about it and dream about it until they're up until that age where they did that or were harmed. And, and that's also, it's like, it was so traumatic for you that you carry it into your next life, so you need to release it that way. So... And by and when people like know become aware of the fact that they were killed or killed in a past life, it's like um what we've come to figure what we've come to notice is that pretty much in a soul's evolution it's in some life they kill or are killed. So Yeah. <laughs> not not condoning it or anything, but <laughs> But it is what it is. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> forgive. That's one way to put it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do we have any more questions cool. out there in Radio Land? Nobody has. Nobody else has come forward. But no hands up. All right. I thought uh, you know it's getting close to time to take another break. Maybe oh. people will think of something, and uh, then we'll. We've got lots of websites to send people to for the girls now. Last time it was like, well, we've just got our YouTube channel, but now there's like eight. Wow. Very cool. Wow. That's expansion and growth, eh? Even even uh, radio show, I think, sometimes. One is Every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> guesting one. on the one is <laughs> So we're going to talk about that stuff here in just a minute. What about some uh, uh, David Waples? Waples? Sure. The hang playing hedge monkeys. Sure. Will play for us an ant sandwich. We'll be back in about three, three and a half minutes, folks. Stay with us.
All right, everybody. That was our friend David Wapples, Waples. Well, I don't know how to pronounce that. The Hang Playing Hedge Monkeys. Hang Playing Hedge Monkeys. I can say that because that's just so unusual. And uh, that's actually Daniel Wapples and David Cudd, C-U-D-D. So uh, it's a requirement to be in the Hang Playing Hedge Monkeys to have an oddly spelled name. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We love you guys. That's awesome. So it looks like we might have a um, question coming up. So while we're waiting for that, ladies, do you want to tell us um, how we can find you? Um, on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, we our names on Facebook are actually Genevieve Lightworker and Gianna Lightworker. So... You can find us that way. <laughs> and um, our channel on YouTube is Starseed444. And when people uh, message us on Facebook or um, on YouTube, we um, usually do respond, unless you're being creepy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but, but we, we don't always respond right away, but don't, don't harass us, please. Yeah, and don't get offended if we don't <laughs> reply right away, because, yeah, we get a lot of messages. We love you and, and what about the website? My dears. The looking younger? No, no. Well, that no, one. No, we, well, we, we can we talk kinda... about that one, but uh, they don't. The one-istic? Don't... Oh, there you go. There's the one-istic panel of energy healers, and then, uh, but Facebook or YouTube, Crystal Starseed 444 will uh, will hook you up, and uh, there's links to both their one-istic pages. On their Facebook page, yes. Yeah, and also um, you can like us on Facebook too if you type in Crystal Starseed four four four, like just in the search thing. So it's kind of a fan page slash advertisement slash daily, um, not really daily, but every once in a while, dream interpretations on there. And oh. if there's like any like specials going on with like um, one acidic, like right now we're on a um, it's forty. Or it's um half an hour rate for an hour session, so take advantage of that. <laughs> bonus. Yeah. We like bonus. Yeah, because we 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 try to have a lot of specials on one stick because we know you know a lot of light workers are you know not making bank and we understand that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So did we get our caller in, Rick? No. Nope. And uh, uh, well, I have a question. Ah, uh, he, he has a question relating to dowsing. Uh, he's curious what crystal you might recommend for dowsing. You don't need a crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that would be that one. <laughs> Are you talking about like a well, pendulum or what? Yeah, that's exactly what his what his question's about. A I, pendulum. I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, like I know that you you could just use like a clear quartz or, um, but you'd have to program it. Yeah, but you don't need a crystal because you know the universe will guide that for you. But you know if you yeah wire hangers. <laughs> 
know, yeah, but crystals, yeah, I understand why, yeah. If you do, um, you know, end up getting a crystal, crystal quartz would probably be the best. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whichever one, yeah. This particular individual is drawn to. So. You won't pick it, it'll pick you. (laughs) There you go. Yes, mine did. You'll know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds silly when we say that. I, I'm, I'm sure to some at, at some times and some points in people's lives, but you'll know. Yeah, it might not be the prettiest one, but you know. <laughs> you'll be walking by, and it'll go, "Hey, psst, psst, hey, you over here." Yeah, definitely. Sometimes, really literally, silly. yeah. Yeah, seriously. they're really mouthy when they think no one can hear them. <laughs> yeah. That's something you get pretty lippy. Yeah, because that's just. Sometimes what they do to entertain themselves, but <laughs> yeah. But but for that, you don't need anything. You don't need anything particular. You don't need a crystal. You can use anything weighted, like a key or a ring. It doesn't really matter. But if you use a crystal, you have to program it though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just could. Because we might as well take this conversation a little bit further before we wrap it up for the night. How do you program it? So you can explain that to people who don't have a clue what you're talking about. Well, basically, well, first you should probably clear it, which we talk about in one of our videos, but we can tell you guys, we suppose. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Or basically, you just kind of um, close your eyes holding the crystal to clear it. Um, You picture kind of like a... Like a a gas tank, like empty full, and you picture it on full and like going to empty. That's like that's like a very very simple um, visualization. Yeah, but But it's um, the easiest, simplest. But you can notice it's kind of it's like it's hard to like picture it doing that because you're actually clearing it, and um, after like it's clear and whatever, and you can like um, like soak it and like um, like I've heard like salt water and stuff like that and clear it, and And also you could put it out in sun or moon, full moon, full moon, yeah, yeah. And, um, but basically how you program a crystal is you hold it and you set the intention. And I know there's a lot of complicated ways to do it, but this is the simplest way. The simplest way is to just hold it and set the intention. Like, hey, for what you want to do. Like, hey, um, you know, help me with my skin or, you know, help me with my heart chakra or, you know, protection, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) You know, there's infinite possibilities. Yeah. It's only as limited as your mind, slash whatever imagination. <laughs> imagination. Yeah. Pretty cool. That was a pretty simple answer. Yeah. Oh, I, we get hung up on that. It should be complicated thing. People get hung up on that sometimes. Yeah. Anything you think you can do with energy, you can do with energy. So. Yeah. <laughs> But 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 if it's not hard to do, it can't be legitimate. What? Is that like oh. medicine supposed to taste bad? Yeah. It's silly too. Absolutely, that's like medicine supposed to taste bad. And cost a fortune, apparently, if you live in America. Oi. <laughs> you got us there. Uh, I like that blog post that I shared through our pages a couple of weeks ago where it was like, you know, I figured out why it is that 
a CAT scan or something costs like 2800 bucks in the U.S. and only 150 in France. It's the price. It's expensive. It's the same stuff. What? What? That drove my sisters crazy when we were in Canada. And uh, they found out that I had... I, I stayed and didn't go on the tour that day because I felt bad. And I walked to the pharmacy and I picked up some allergy stuff. And it was back in the days when I fixed everything with a pill. But they were like, that's over the counter here? That's like extraordinarily, like, huge, expensive prescription. And yeah, yeah, it's just go to the pharmacy. And my sister found her back medication. You know, just a nice, pretty little box. The same boxes it comes in when they finally let us have it for a reasonable price in America. They just hold that over our head for several years. But wow. I just can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. So and I think I'll... I think crystals I'll, and programming them and making yeah. it simple. Healthcare things complicated. Stay out of that. Back to eating right and getting fresh air and maybe not too much sun. Yeah, maybe not too much. But a little sun is good for you. A little and, sun is good. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so, ladies, before we let you go, what's next for you? I mean, geez, Louise, you're freaking only 16 here. <laughs> YouTube, um, Facebook, websites, doing readings, counseling. Well, um, there's a lot of stuff floating around for sure in the air. And um, I know right now we're just kind of, it's just kind of keep, we're more of an arresting period, so to speak. And um, we do have a lot, of, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and plus more. And we are just like, I know it's in the, um, we've been talking about setting up our own website for our readings and stuff like that, but it's, that's all yet to come. And yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's watched our videos remembers um, how every once in a while our dogs just freak out. That would, <laughs> that would be what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. It's only an ankle biter. Why so loud? <laughs> Small dog syndrome. That's funny. It is. So you're just going to keep doing what you're doing? And you're just going to let it kind of grow organically and see where it goes? Yeah, and um, I do, like, there is some, we do have to do some 3D stuff, boring. <laughs> and, you know, we're getting, like, we do, we babysit and we do readings and listings, but we're also getting crap jobs. <laughs> and so that, and, you know, to help out with some stuff and stuff. You know, believe it or not, we're actually... I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody sign up for a reading. Come on, they're half price. <laughs> half hour well, price for an hour. The readings are actually kind of decent. Yeah. But, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. we just got a lot of stuff to pay for. <laughs> yeah. Without telling you our whole life story. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, both of those on one instinct. <laughs> There you go. There it is. A little self-promotion at the end of the show. Yeah. Always always good. Absolutely. That's what it's for. Speaking of self-promotion at the end of the show, my tea is cold. 
oh, wow. even though it's in a very attractive change makers the revolution solution mug it's gotten cold not then the insulated travel mug because it's, your daughter no lifted that one yes yeah, she she stole that on me oh, well it's all right she drew the logo so <laughs> i guess that's you know in her purview to give me that my picture <laughs> That was pretty much it. She looked at it and went, wow, that looks awesome. That's my logo. Hey, can I have that? Snick. (laughs) Snick. What am I going to do, say no? No, you did the logo for the movie, but no, you can't have the mug. (laughs) Yeah, no, none of that. No swag for you. So, yeah, we have a swag store. We have a swag store. Swag shop for the movie. The proceeds, net proceeds to... uh, Go to support the film, and you get organic T-shirts and all kind of good stuff. You can actually find it on our Facebook page or uh, on our website, the EC store. Yeah. I probably have a link for that somewhere. Sure he does. What's a swag shop, says Captain Spiritual Hawkeye. Well, see, we took a bunch of art and some logos. And because uh, we're making a movie on eco-sustainability that's going to take us around the world. And we're going to talk to some really incredibly inventive and out-of-the-box um, creators who are doing some amazing things to make life more eco-sustainable for the average average guy, girl, and child. Um, we want to change the conversation about our environment from... Ooh, look what we've done to, oh, wow, look what we've done. Basically take the yuck out of it and bring back the yum and the fun. And the Swag Shop is a collection of environmentally friendly products, including including a bunch of organic teas that have the movie logo and um, some other art. Some that have some original artwork by our very own Phoenix. Yeah, some original artwork. and Beautiful stuff. And basically, you can order them, and you can wear them or use them. The mugs are awesome. They're absolutely huge, gigantic. We keep talk, threatening to get a picture of us holding our mugs and put it yeah, up on the site. haven't gotten site, around to it, but um, you can get your T-shirt, and by getting the T-shirt, you're supporting the film, the making of the film, because the proceeds are going to the film. Yeah, proceeds going to the film, and then you're a walking billboard. Absolutely, which is awesome because we like walking billboards. Yes. Mm-hmm. They talk and drink coffee okay. and cold tea. <laughs> but uh, I put up the uh, site, uh, our main site for the movie is www.changemakersthemovie.me because, as Jean says, it's all about me. No, it's all about me, really. It is all about me. Ah, there she is. Absolutely. Me, 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 me. <laughs> you were just waiting for that, weren't you? Yeah, so swag is, you know, what Hollywood movies and stuff give away when you come to their premiere. And, and since we don't have Hollywood money, and we need Hollywood money to make the movie, we're selling our swag. So We're selling our swag, that's say? right. You know, then if you don't want to buy the swag, you can just go to our Indiegogo site right from our... Main website, uh, just click on any of the pages in there. Uh, and uh, Or we have, again, where's my links thing? 
floating around somewhere. Um, and we plan within the month uh, to have uh, tax-deductible status, nonprofit status, so that uh, folks that give to the film can uh, get that tax deduction because we all love paying taxes less. Absolutely. No. It's a, it's a fun, fun third-dimensional game to play. The yeah. Yeah, change the conversation from what doesn't work to what works, and magic happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's time to get the focus off Highly of advised. you. Ew, and on to the... Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Instead of the old crap, the... Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so, ladies, if you had three minutes to uh, tell the world something, what would you want the world to know? Be love. And... <laughs> Grab life by the balls, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just be bold and do what, get out of your own way, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and be respectful, be kind. Love yourself, love everyone else. Love be be giving. What, what you get out is what you get, what you get back. Random accent kicked in there for a second. <laughs> And, I don't know, just love, 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 everything, including yourself. Whenever whenever you're faced with a situation or a problem, go within. There you go. Everybody just chill out a little bit. Yeah. Gotta everybody just calm down. Nothing serious going on here, folks. Nothing more getting excited about. Nope. Well, not in a negative way anyway. I get really excited about the movie. I get excited about the movie, too. Yeah, I like to play. So it's a fun game. I get excited about the people in the movie. People need to go with what they feel. And by feel, I don't mean like the regular definition of feel. I, by feel, I mean like your intuition. Like feel it out. Like what's your what's your heart telling you? What's your intuition? There you go. <laughs> you know. Might feel a little bit funny at first, but you'll get used to it, folks. It's okay. <laughs> Let that brain override your heart. You know, all the time. Logic's good every now and then. Logic has its place, but. Places and everywhere. Hey, people. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all right, folks. There you have it. Another fine uh, guard dog moment. Uh, I mean, another fine radio show. Um, feel free to contact us. No, our neighbors actually do have um, a dog that needs a home. Yeah, so if you're in the Midwest area, holla. <laughs> Allah. Totally free. Okay. Yeah. Free of charge. She's an awesome dog. They just really want to find her own home. She's actually related to our um our our golden lab. They're her, it's our golden lab sister. But she's actually small because she like neglected her whole first month like first part of her life and kept in a kennel so she didn't grow. But Aww. Yeah. yeah. Very sad. But she's very she, she's a sweet sweetheart so sweet. And she has like that calm personality so it's like But know. she's kinda of timid because she hasn't really she hasn't really been she hasn't been had too much exposed to interact with people. Yeah, so not socialized yet. Sweetheart, let us know. On Facebook or something. 
Totally. Perfect. So I've put a link up in the chat room to our schedule. It's on our website at Everyday Connection Me right up at the top. just says schedule because uh, we have some great guests coming up. With Next Tuesday we have Sierra Goodman uh, with the belated birthday bash. It will be the day after the birthday celebration. So we may have to whisper on that call. Maybe that was it, Jane. You were just getting ready. For oh, got Sierra's hangover. You got Sierra's hangover in advance. And... Um, but That's we do. We have some fair cool when you don't have out. the fun of the drink to go with it. You don't want to miss our next, uh, you know, Mitch Schultz show or something along those lines. I know next month. Is it next month? Yeah, next month on the twelfth. Uh, Kofi Baker. His father is Ginger Baker, who was the original drummer for Cream, and now Kofi has a tribute band to his father's group. You know, other folks in Cream were such unknowns as Eric Clapton. Uh, cool music and uh, cool that he's doing it again in his father's, you know, tribute to his dad. You know, he and his dad play together sometimes, and that's pretty awesome too. So we always have some surprises up our sleeve, but we put them on the schedule. Check it out, folks. Come see us again next Tuesday, and until then, stay connected. Join Rick and Gene again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.